Hello and welcome everyone to That's So Funny with me, Ryan Neal, a.k.a. The Neal Experience. Today I'm joined by Papadopoulos84, or just Papadopoulos, and he is your favorite casual gamer's favorite casual gamer, as he self-entitled himself. Uh, you, you can find him on Twitch playing games such as Elite Dangerous, XCOM 2, and many other titles. Uh, I wanted to joke with you and call you Papa Doc Apocalypse. But, <laughs> but, uh, well, that's, that's definitely a new one. I love it. I love it. Uh, thank you for joining me today, man. Uh, I know you just told me that you were just watching the Bulls game and they lost. So, yeah. They're one and four now. And, yeah. you know, it's it's not a good it's not a good start for them, but... You know they might get better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, and and first and foremost, thank you as well for having me. Uh, this is my first time. You know, being on the other side of the, you know, um, of the, the podcast yeah. table. You know, so it's very interesting. But um, you know, getting into the Bulls thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm a passionate Bulls fan. I've been a passionate Bulls fan since um, not since the Jordan era because I wasn't really into basketball at that time. But oh, okay. since uh, you know, since um me really getting into basketball since my junior year in high school um and then you know Derrick Rose coming in you know that's yes. kind of like where my love really became solidified it was just like you know Derrick Rose really kind of like embodies a lot of how Chicagoans yeah. you know uh feel just in general well he was like Chicago's LeBron yeah you know? like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. like he put the, the, mm -hmm. the, uh, the city and the team on his back oh yeah Oh yeah, and and that's what we loved. And he had the grit, he had the passion. There's this thing, there's this uh, unmistakable grit that you can recognize from a Chicagoan, you know. Um, and he embodied that, you know, the grind, the struggle, and you know, the success. And you know, we celebrated that. We celebrated that, and we rolled those. Unfortunately, we rode those wheels right off. <laughs> <laughs> so if any of you listeners are curious how serious uh do you have a short name? I don't do you want me to call you Papadopoulos the whole time? Or you don't of... have to. You can call me uh you can call me Papa Dop. It's fine. Right, Papa Dop. All right, cool. Yeah. If you guys are any curious on how serious of a Chicagoan he is, you can you can find it on his Twitter. Uh he recently tweeted, I'm gonna let y'all finish, but Chicago's the most beautiful city <laughs> in the world. Don't at me because I got hands and receipts. <laughs> So, <laughs> it, oh, it seems like the man is serious about his city. Uh, oh yeah. Do you do or do you uh, root for all Chicago teams? Like, are you a Bears fan? Do you watch football? Like, um, you... I I'm not into football. Um, as like as heavy as I am, but like basketball is mm -hmm. my sport. But when I'm Chicago through and through, like okay. I will I will root for all Chicago teams. I will root for everything that Chicago because you know um I live and breathe it. You know. Uh, so yeah, yeah. When it comes to sports and everything else, Chicago, that's me. I, uh, I really want to visit Chicago, man. I, oh, it's been, beautiful. We'd love yeah. to have you here. <laughs> well, I haven't, it's funny cause I haven't really traveled a whole lot. I've traveled a lot on the, like the actual East coast, like the actual coast. Cause I live in Virginia. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've been to DC a ton, uh, you know, North, South Carolina, a ton, been in New York, not New York city, mm -hmm. but been through New York, beautiful place, Pennsylvania. I've been to Pittsburgh and Philly. Mm -hmm. Just haven't made my way out a little bit west, you know. Um, right, right. But yeah, there's a there's a movie that I love that is the whole movie is based in Chicago. Okay. Uh, it's called Nope, not the mine. It's with Jake Gyllenhaal where he like is on the train and he's like reliving it over and over. I wanted to say Minority Report, but I, that's not it. 
It's uh, yeah, because Minority Report. That's with Tom Cruise, right? Yes, 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 and it's like yeah, futuristic. Yeah. Hold on, I'm just gonna you know Jake Gyllenhaal. Train <laughs> I was movie. just going to Google too, but I was like, yeah, what, what, what? Jake Gyllenhaal train. Oh, Source Code. I, I knew it before it even came up. I hate when that happens. It's called uh, it's called Source Code. If you haven't watched it, man, it's not I really. Not watched it. It's it's good. It's uh, very. 2011. Is that is that when it came out? Yeah, uh, that's when yeah, it came out. Yeah, Source okay. Code. It's cool, man. It's got a really cool concept. If you like sci-fi. Mm-hmm. It's not Love like it. it's not super futuristic. It's like you know, kind of. Oh, this could kind of happen. Sci-fi, you know, you kind of, you know. Sure, sure. You get some relatable somewhat moments believable. in there, exactly. Right? Okay, and it's okay. and the movie basically takes place in Chicago. Gotcha. So I have to check that out. But yeah, uh, speaking of your name, we we. <laughs> I, I joked with you calling you Papa Doc and Papa Doc. Papa Doc. <laughs> I just want to call you Papa Doc now because, I mean, obviously he's from 8 Mile. But anyways. Uh, Got you. I saw your tweet recently about Papadopoulos and how it, you didn't realize it was Greek. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. I knew, I knew it was somewhat Greek because there's a comedian. His name is like – his name is, first name is like Yana and his mm-hmm. last name is like Adopoulos or something like that. So I knew it was okay. somewhat Greek. Mm-hmm. What was the exact definition you found out it means? Um, it means, uh, I, I looked it up on urban dictionary. Give me one second. Let me, uh, let me pull it up. Because matter of fact, I have it, um, clipped and saved in my gallery for a oh, rainy wow. day. <laughs> okay. So yeah, let me, uh, let me see if I can, uh, if I could still find that. Oh, there it is right there. Look at that. Papadopoulos, a colloquial phrase coined by DMAFB. I don't know if that's a made up foundation or whatever, oh, but the go. founder, it, it means what's happening here, folks. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So and the, here's the, the description. Like you would say what's the Papadopoulos or Yeah, it, it, here's the description because it's crazy because every time I come into a stream, regardless of if I know the streamer or not, I say, "Yo, what's that?" and I then I <laughs> ask them. That's the way that I come into oh, every single okay. stream of who I watch. And it's interesting that this definition embodies that. It says the description is Gerald entered the room with a quick boom, kicking the door aside with his gently style prowess. He pointed his super soaker water pistols towards the terrorists and said, what's Papadopoulos? <laughs> so like, it's kind of like <laughs> what's popping. That's a yeah, weird one. something like okay. that. I, yeah, it's so weird, but it, it, it fit. I, I accept that. So, so where did you come <laughs> up with the name? Like, is it... Uh, the, yeah, so interesting story. Um, I, I was uh, back when um, I was, uh, you know, uh, me and my wife got together, first got together. And, you know, uh, we ha- we both had we were heavy gamers before we had okay. kids and adulting uh, kind of came to play. We were heavy gamers and we we played Call of Duty and Gears of War like crazy. All right. And we connected with this group on the East Coast. Like we had uh, friends that were in like Detroit that were in Pennsylvania, you know, and uh, we called ourselves Team Shaq. Right. <laughs> and um, me and some of the guys, we were playing NBA 2K one day and they were like, well, if you had to change your gamer tag, what would you change it to? And we were just kind of goofing around. And I was like, man, what's something cool? And it just kind of rolled off the tongue. I was like, I name myself Papadopoulos. And <laughs> That's awesome. yeah, it, it was crazy. It just came out of the blue for me because I didn't even know a Papadopoulos was a thing. Right. Yeah. And um, then I was just like, you know what, I'm going to get on Twitch. Let me, let me see what this, what this is. And, you know, kind of like what it does and I need a name. And so I was like, I thought back to that particular moment and I was like, that's perfect. I just call myself Papadopoulos hey, and man, it's it works. in that way. It's unique. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so that's nice. And yeah. I find like, so two things, I find the best things, you know, with like names or whatever it being typically names, they, they just kind of roll out of nowhere. You're like, where did that yeah, come yeah. from? Yeah. Second thing, yeah. when stuff like that happens, like, 
you know, you're like, you're like, oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. The way my brain works is like, I wonder if like I heard it one time, like in passing or something, and then subconsciously mm-hmm. I spit it back mm-hmm. out, you know, without yeah. knowing. And it's like oh, that, yeah. that messes with my head because I'm like, dude, the subconscious is like a weird place, you know, because <laughs> it really is. Like, you know, you dream yeah. about stuff, and it's like, what was that all about? <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. what, is my, what is going on up there? It's a huge possibility that I could have heard it from somewhere before, and you know, it just popped in my head. You know, it was rather random. But it could have come from somewhere. I, I did not I didn't know that it was a it, it had a Greek roots. Didn't know it at all. So yeah, really that tweet. Cool. Now every time I go into uh you know a ch- uh, Twitch stream chat <laughs> looks get, at me. It, it, yeah, exactly. And and here's interesting. The first the, I got I get the question, are you Greek a lot? But the first time I actually had someone to actually chat to at me in a chat in Greek. Oh wow. Oh yeah, and that was that was what made me. That's what prompted me to make that tweet. I was like, "What? What? This is this is going from one extreme to the next." Now people are talking to me in Greek now, and I'm like, "Uh, okay." All right, well, <laughs> yeah, it's a good way to find out. I've had. Yeah. Um, it's funny because my name is Vanilla Experience, but mm-hmm. the last word is misspelled because it came from my gamer tag. Um. My gamer tag used to be a clan name. It was like I had a lot of stupid gamer tags, I'll say, because I started when I was started playing when I was a kid. So when I was like nineteen, twenty, mm-hmm. when I was nineteen or twenty, not in nineteen twenty, I'm not that old. But um, <laughs> I was like, I need a new gamer tag because this one it, it it was like a gamer tag when I was fourteen. I was like, this is so stupid. So sure. I was like, I kind of want it to be, you know, kind of somewhat related to my real name. My first name is Ryan. My last name okay. is actually Neil. Ryan is such a like commonly used name i'm like i don't want it to be that right so i was like oh i don't see neil very often i was like cool i'll make it something like it i mean i went through several iterations of like the real neil the real deal neil the uh-huh. the, the real neil deal all that kind of stuff then i was like what about the neil experience i was like that kind of sounds cool I, you don't hear that mm-hmm. kind, of, kind of stuff often however unbeknownst to me when i i paid for the gamer tag you know change i go to change it and it's like you're over character limit and i'm like <laughs> Of course I am. By how many letters? <laughs> two. And I'm like, well, if I had to cut out two letters, uh-huh. it would be the, those two E's because you can still figure out that, you know, yeah, yeah. without the E's on each end, it's experience. But dude, right. people butcher it on Twitch. Even though I have it capitalized, like the T, the N, and the X capitalized, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. like, oh, what's up, the Neil? Or th- that one's acceptable because I'm like, yeah, that mm-hmm. last word's butchered. But like, I've gotten like, Thenia. I've gotten... Yeah. uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just weird stuff. So I can't help but imagine when, you know, you're using a, a different language. Uh, well, not a different language, but a name that has its origins in a different language. Yeah. You definitely get weird responses. I mean, at least it's at least it doesn't have like XXX in it. I hate those. Names. <laughs> I'm like, you couldn't think I of a better name. Those. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, come on. But um, so, what you what you wouldn't believe is that when I actually um create tried to create the username papadopoulos on twitch someone actually owns papadopoulos just the name papadopoulos oh, already yeah. as a twitch and i'm like what really <laughs> yeah I, I doubt there's very few <laughs> names like that are you know because i bet that's common in greece that name yeah yeah I've... but it's only one other twitch page yeah one other one other twitch uh uh, uh channel and they're a viewer and you know i did request i sh- i shot them a whisper um requesting i was like hey you know what it uh, it doesn't look like you know your account is really active you know i was wondering if you were willing to uh-huh, you know yep. give up the name or whatever <laughs> the case may be you know just kind of like respond 
no, they never responded. And yeah. neither did Twitch because I hit them up as well. So, mm. well, <laughs> I've done the same trust with the, with the, the Twitch name, Neil and EAL, yeah. because again, it's a, it's a, what it is. I think these, these OG, I call them OG names. You know, you see them mm-hmm. on like video games and stuff. People that get there first on sure. Twitch, they come from justin.tv. Uh, which yep. is what Twitch mm-hmm. used to be. And I think they I, – I don't know this 100%, but I've heard that they don't delete accounts that were created during Justin.tv for like oh, their wow. like, legacy accounts or something. Yeah. Now, they do under like certain – I mean like obviously like Ninja got Ninja. You know, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. who else changed their name recently? Uh, Like Lupo got Dr. Lupo even though that was taken. I think oh, okay. and it's like – because he used to be – or no, he's always been Dr. Lupo on Twitch. Sorry, he got the Dr. Lupo Twitter handle. He, he used okay. to be Dr. Lupo on Twitch on Twitter, like at uh, Dr. Lupo on Twitch. But it's like, man, these accounts aren't active. I wish I do. They did, like, I don't know, like, right when I started streaming about three and a half years ago, they did a name release. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, a lot of OG names got, like, taken up, you know, and, like, reserved I hope they do one soon. Like maybe they'll do one here in like a year and a half, like every five years, maybe. I, I hope know. so. That would be nice because I, if I could get the the Neil name, oh man, I would I would like I would like that more because that's what everyone calls me. Is that there's right. a hey, Neil? They don't. No one really refers to me as the Neil Experience. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, it, you don't need to say all that. You know, everyone just calls me Neil because there's not that many people named Neil. Exactly. Um. Anyways, enough about me. Uh, <laughs> I did have one that more is- question. Before we before we get completely off of Chicago and the Bulls, mm-hmm. you 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 actually stated something that was a great segue for this question. You stated that you know like you got into basketball right when Derrick Rose you know got involved with the Bulls and you really liked his like mentality and like putting the city on his back. Mm-hmm. I have a question, and this is this is probably going to be a tough one. Would you give up streaming like as in like you never did it, never started it, if it meant? that Derrick Rose was immune to all the injuries he's ever incurred or will incur in the future? Without a doubt. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> Without a, yes, absolutely. Because, I mean, the, 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 the ceiling, there was no ceiling for Derrick Rose. Yeah. When he came to the when, the, when he played his first game, he had his first season, there was no ceiling for him. The only thing that could stop him was, was really Derrick Rose because he was unstoppable with this size, with this speed, he he actually just, I just realized because we're going to be playing them on Friday and he has a tattoo on his neck now and it says Godspeed. Um, he, he, he's, he was the fastest player in the league at that time. And I, I still think that he has almost everything, the athleticism and everything that he had. It's just now he's more careful. He's more mindful about what he does, but I think he can definitely be an all-star, you know, this year. But yes, if it took me quitting Twitter, Quitting Twitch just for Derrick Rose to come back. No injuries <laughs> ever happened, and he would he and he would have a a beautiful career. He would have a, a, a career filled with like awards, MVPs, all of that stuff. Yes, I would absolutely give it up, and for him to come back to Chicago, absolutely. Okay. Oh, so he has to come back to Chicago. Okay. He's like, I mean, no, he doesn't. He doesn't have. But I'm saying, if that was if that was the ideal situation, okay, yeah, come back. To yeah, Chicago, because I think if he never gets hurt, us. he probably stays with Chicago. Oh yeah, absolutely. you could argue they win a title. Yes. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, so it's like he probably does stay at that point. You know, he gets paid a lot of money. Yeah, we would have had, we would have definitely had a title right before the Golden State Warriors thing happened. Yeah. We we definitely because would have. You got they, he got injured in the playoffs. What in twenty thirteen? 
think it was 2013, yeah. And they lost to the Heat in like the semifinals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And like I think if they had had him, it would have been a very it would definitely wouldn't have been a better series and they mm-hmm. Yeah. You could argue yeah. they would have won. You yeah. Know, there, there's a lot of ifs there, but I say they would have. I don't I don't, I don't do ifs when it comes to when it comes to my team. Either. They would have. <laughs> You're like they would have won, man. I don't yeah, exactly. There's no ifs. I got you. I got you. Um so NBA players, they they like to dress well. You mm-hmm. also like to dress well and you 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 post it on on Twitter all the time. Mm-hmm. I remember I responded to one cuz you do these comparisons like you'll post like yeah, you know, yeah. two different outfits and you're like which one am I, you know, which one should I get? Yeah. And uh I I think that's really cool because one, I think a lot of I think Twitch gets or not even just Twitch, but streamers get this negative uh connotation, not connotation, but negative uh stereotype just like mm-hmm. a lot of other nerdy things do that they don't know how to dress well. They don't shower, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, I, I have you ever heard of Magic the Gathering? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so I've played Magic the Gathering a lot. Like I used to go to uh-huh. tournaments and stuff. Very competitive with it. Never oh, yeah, did. Never did super well. But it there is this really bad stereotype that holds true. The stereotype is there for a reason. That like it's like a bunch of fat like older dudes that don't know how to like shower and they don't take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that stigma is there. It is. It is. I mean, I just I'm, what. So what I'm getting around to is like, with the stereotype kind of being there for streamers, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's nice to see people kind of take step their fashion game up. Because I mean, even sure. me personally, I mean, dude, I go out in the the like same outfit. It's always like a t-shirt, mm-hmm. <laughs> some khaki shorts, and you know, right. tennis shoes. I, I, right. But you like to be comfortable, you know, exactly. and that's okay as well. You you you're yourself, you know. Um, if we had everybody that was the same, you know, that wanted to, exactly. you know, be the same and all of that, then you know, we would be. Have you ever read or read the book or seen the the movie called The Giver? Yeah, I've read the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and how everything is just black and white and bland, yes. and everyone, you know, just yeah, we don't want that. No, that'd be very boring. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> um, but no, I w- I was gonna commend you to say I think you have very good fashion sense. Um, what do you, if you could pick three essential items for, or let's, you know, let's go to five, five essential mm-hmm. items for any man's wardrobe. What would it be? Um, well, for the wardrobe, I would definitely say that, uh, you got to have a good watch. Mm-hmm. You got to have a good pair of shoes. Okay. You got to have, um, you got to have, uh, a, at least one Navy blazer right oh, okay. now. Now, how that blazer, one navy blue blazer, and how that blazer is made, whether it's single or double-breasted, is up to you. Me, I love double-breasted um, jackets, sports jackets. Um, and uh, make sure that, and this is this is something that almost never gets thought about. Make sure you have a hank- handkerchief. Oh, okay. So make sure you have a handkerchief. You 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 really put in that little the little cherry on top for the style, huh? Yeah, yeah. Make sure you have uh, because um, you never know what could happen. You you never know. The handkerchief could be good for you know um, those guys that are out there who who not only likes to dress well but likes to have allow other people to see them dress well on social media from being able to take a selfie, selfie, dust off your camera. And I know that that's it happens. You know, sometimes it even happens to me. Or you know, you can use it for kind of like the more um, you may waste something on yourself or you may you may want to be able to kind of like you know wipe something off your shoe or whatever the case may be and you don't have it happens to me very very often where something comes up and yeah especially (laughs) exactly and and you you need that's good that's very important you know to pull it out you know your inside coat pocket or it's like classy it's classy yeah yeah definitely and you're not looking gross to everybody else when you're in public (laughs) yeah 
Um, the thing about my post is, is that my fashion sense is much more expensive, much more elaborate than what I can actually afford. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, so hey, so man. it's like yeah, and it's like this is this is where you want to see myself exactly. Yeah. That's where I want to be, that's and it. I have a few pieces, you know, here and there, but not nearly what I would where I would like to that's be and what I you know you need to have. Though. Yeah. Oh yeah, you, definitely. You gotta you gotta because you have to think and live in that mentality. You because if you if you always think like I'll never you know. Yeah, like that's above me or something like that. It's like you guys. Yeah. It's like no, I. That is me. I just don't have the means to it yet. It's like, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. all. You know, that's just a that's just a paycheck. You know, whatever. Yeah, definitely. But I do have the five essentials. I need. I need <laughs> to. I need to replace my watch right now because okay. my watch is. But those are the five essentials, and I do have those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So take note. Take note, listeners. Get to get you. Get, <laughs> get you looking right. Get a good watch. Good pair of shoes. A navy yeah. blazer, single or double double breasted, mm-hmm. uh, a yeah. handkerchief, and what was the fifth mm-hmm. one? Did I miss something? A good watch. Good good watch. Mm-hmm. I thought it's so a watch, shoes, uh, navy blazer, handkerchief. What was the fifth? Um, watch shoes, navy blazer, handkerchief, good shoes. Which one of those? <laughs> we'll just say the top four. That's fine. Four, yeah, four oh, essentials. We, we can... We, can, we could do that. We yeah. could do that, and we'll we'll leave the we'll leave the fifth one for uh for everybody else to kind of determine. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so were you were you born and raised in Chicago? Absolutely. Okay, I figured with the with the allegiance <laughs> that you have, yeah, that you were. Um, we were kind of talking before we started that you know you're a big fan of Chance the Rapper, who was also mm-hmm. Chicago born and bred. You listened yeah. to, you listened to the Kanye album. What did you think? Um, I love the Kanye album. I love it, you know, um, beyond all of the all of the obvious reasons, him being a Chicagoan. Yes. Uh, but you know, he's a he's a trailblazer in his own right. And I I, I made a tweet today, you know, in, in regards to kind of like my personal experience, but I think it relates to this as well, is that, you know, if you look for a job, then you know you're you know, you're um pretty much corral with all of the other people you're you, you're doing what everyone else is doing but if you learn how to create your own jobs then you're in a league of your own mm-hmm. you know and and kanye has been one to create trends create waves right yes. and this but this is something that's really unique about his album because it's not just a wave this is finding self in a new in a, in a in a way that he's been trying to get to but he's been fighting to be able to get there because of personal things because of you know some some experiences that he had Trump traumatic experiences that he's that he's had and he in from his music you can hear the passion you can hear you know when he has interviews now he it's a lot more coherent it's a lot more like you know what I get it I get it but in order to be able to really get it a lot of people they just look at Kanye on a surface level and they say well you know ah, he's crazy you know he, he makes great music but outside of that I don't want anything to do with them okay I no well, go ahead I was gonna say I, I listened to one of his songs uh yeah there's this uh, reaction channel. Not, not even a real reaction channel. I think they're like a breakdown channel is what I would call sure. them. They're called sure. Lost in Vegas. It's these two guys. Um, I think one of them is actually from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, they listened to, they recently did one of the songs. They did Follow God off of it. Yeah, yeah. And I really liked that song. I thought it was really good because he does it, because it, it is a gospel album, but that song had like a little bit more of his like rapping on it. And I've always, I've always liked most of his rapping, um, mm-hmm. like I said, I have I told you that I hadn't really like, you know, listened to a lot of his stuff since uh, mm-hmm. eight oh eight and uh, eight oh eight and heartbeats, eight oh eight and heartbreaks. 
car breaks. I think it was that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he. I mean, it's funny because the first song I remember hearing from uh, from uh, Kanye is was actually kind of like a song centered around Jesus, which was Jesus walks, and it was mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like a gospel song because he talks about it in like you can talk about all these other things, but if I talk about Jesus, you won't play my song. Or yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, so. exactly. Exactly. It, it's a, it's a growth. It's a, it's a transition. And, you know, um, a lot of people kind of like go right back to that one song and he was already on that trajectory. I think that the things that one of the major things, you know, him losing his mom, you know, uh, kind of may have taken, may brought that change in direction because that's the trajectory that he was been on because you could tell that, the um the faith was in his roots like yeah. believing in god and all that that was already in his roots it was something that he was raised on but um you know he, he it, those things happen and it, it and it kind of like you know changed his trajectory a little bit he took the op- the wrong way in the fork of the road and he had to find his way back onto the right path and i think that this is kind of like that that right path that he's finally found and um you know the album is great you know, okay. to answer your question. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, I'll I definitely have to listen to it then. <laughs> um, a friend of mine actually recently also went to, uh, not a Kanye, but a Chance uh, concert. Mm-hmm. He said he said it was awesome. I mean. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I went to a Chance concert with my wife uh, a couple, about a month ago, I think it was. Really? Beautiful. Yeah, it was great. Was this in Chicago? <laughs> yeah, it was in Chicago. It was at the United Center. That's really cool, man. Oh, yeah. Do you Are you big on any rappers that aren't uh, from Chicago? Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm a, you know, I'm a hip hop to, to the core. So, you know, I'll, uh, I've seen you post uh, like, uh, you know, mm -hmm. notorious B.I.G., Jay-Z, stuff like that. I mean, those are just some of the greats. Yeah, 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 definitely. Jay-Z, he, he really, um, he has a huge impact on kind of like just my life in general and the trajectory that I started to go on as I became an adult. Yeah. You know, because I've always had an entrepreneur spirit. Mm-hmm. And he definitely and, does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, um, after I've really started to let go of hip hop on a, you know, on an artistry side and started to just love the love hip hop in general, Jay-Z was the one that really kind of like reflected my, you know, my vision of myself and the goals that I wanted to make, not just for myself, not just for my family, but just for people. And with me having the Chicago grind, the Chicago grit, it's kind of magnified, but I, I try to humble it because it's really all at the end of the day, it's about hitting hitting those levels, those three levels, myself, my family, and then being able to help as many people as I can and showing, you know, and maybe I'll pave a way for a couple of people to be able to, you know, um, create success and create financial and you know emotional and physical success for themselves you know from what i did so that's kind of you know and jay-z he really really em- encourages me with his music every like i listen to his album the blueprint to every single yeah. almost every single morning one of the, that's one of, i mean that's just one of the best hip-hop albums yeah. i think yeah yeah uh, definitely i I, um, I really mess with uh i really like listening to j cole right now i think he's yeah, j cole's dope. he is yeah. on fire right now Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Um, absolutely, absolutely. He's one um, of the he's one of the few people that I think like he he navigates this this you know very bad terrain of like not I don't want to say bad terrain but like he navigates this this like hip, the hip hop game you could call it very well mm-hmm. because he he's like this really talented lyricist but he also he talks about like real stuff you know he's not mm-hmm. just you know mm-hmm. like lyrical genius he. Because, I mean, he's from Fayetteville, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And uh, I've heard stories. I've never been to Fayetteville, but I've heard, I've heard it called Fayette Nam. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, there, there's reasons, you know, when you, when you hear people talk about like certain hardships in their life and, you know, sure. like his KOD album, I think is, it, it's just another great album. I think, I don't think it got, I think it was very underrated by a lot of people, uh, because it was, mm-hmm. they were like, Oh, his lyrics weren't even that great. I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm like, <laughs> there was some really like raw stuff on that album. Oh yeah, definitely. Talking definitely. about like That's... drug abuse and stuff mm-hmm. like that and it's mm-hmm. yeah and it, it was it was pretty much i think it was kind of like a, a message to just hip-hop in general yeah you know um as to kind of like where we're headed and you know why it's dangerous why we need to change but not saying it in that particular way saying you know kind of like making a parody of it in a way you know like and in and in, in saying you know this 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 stuff is crazy and our kids are being affected by it and this is how you know uh from my perspective thinking about what kids are thinking, you know, how kids are feeling about it. Yeah, you know, I, I think um, he embodied and, that really well too. Like, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, you know, kudos to him because I love that album. All of his albums I loved actually, but his last two were the business for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh mm-hmm. For Your Eyes Only was really good too. That was another really personal album. Like you can tell that he really put his heart into it. I mean I mean obviously I think I think uh what is it, twenty fourteen Forest Hill Drive? Yeah, Force Field. Yeah, that, that is that one. I think is his best album because it. I think so too. Yeah, but it was. It's, it's mm-hmm. different, you know. It, that's more of a like bangers album, whereas these last two have been like more personal and like you can you can feel his heart a little bit more into it. You know, his mm-hmm. his passion. Yeah, and I'm I really think curious that, to see what his next project is. Good. I think that the Forceville, the uh, the Forest Hill Drive was more. I I want to say that that was kind of like a coming. You know, a coming yeah. of like self for him finally, kind of like to prove I get, yeah, yeah. It, it was more so like I get the formula, and this is what I can do with it. You know, and those were just like a Kanye West graduation. That was an I get the formula album, and now this is how I can be great with it. I'm going to show you exactly how I can kill it with this album, and I think that's what J Cole's moment was with that album and everything afterwards is just showing how he could perfect it how he could polish it off but those coming of age albums they're very hard to top i agree well it's also you know? you're also in a different headspace you know it's like exactly mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to uh to top it because you're you're not as hungry once you once you quote unquote yeah, yeah. make it yeah but yeah you mentioned uh jay-z inspires you on an entrepreneur entrepreneurial level mm-hmm. you started your own catering company recently right yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, effortless culinary and catering. Um, it's been in the making now for about almost five years. To be okay. honest with you, my, yeah. Well, my dad is in food service. He's he's worked in food service for his, pretty much his whole life after he got out of the army. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's he's worked at he works at a local university. Uh, he's like the the head of like the dining services. Uh, he's been that for like thirty years. Awesome. So. I definitely know how hard food service is and like, especially doing it on your own, like not being part of an organization. Yeah. So yeah. that's off to you, man. So now is the catering company kind of like your, your fashion sense? Like, is it a more high class catering or you're like, you know, I do everything, you know, from high class, like, you know, I got charcuterie platters and you know, all this like fancy Good question. stuff. Or- Good question. Oh, it's, um, it's actually, a, um, it is a, um, uh, a box lunch based um catering oh, company yeah. as of right now and uh we serve um nonprofit organizations and schools and stuff like that to help feed kids like uh breakfast lunch and dinner whichever the organization needs we help them sign up for a program where they don't have to come out of budget for it and um i get paid you know through other ways to be able to provide the food for them for their kids that are participating in their programs to eat 
Wow. That's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. And you, and you, I mean, that that's that one that's selfless, you know, like you're doing this for like for a great cause. So mm-hmm. now do you, do you only do like nonprofits in schools or do you also like, if someone was like, Hey, we, you know, we want a hundred box lunches for this corporate thing. Would you do, like, is it, is it solely like a non, like supposed to be like a nonprofit thing or it's not, no, no, it's not as of yet. That's just kind of like where I'm building the, you know, the foundation for it. Yeah. That's awesome. But, um, yeah, but you know, um, it's definitely, there's definitely more in a business plan in regards to being able to, you know, help nonprofits and also private companies, you know, uh, doing contracts and things of that nature. So it's in the works. It's just, um, this was the year that, I finally had a coming to self of my own as far as entrepreneurism and being a business owner myself is concerned. I finally get the formula and now I'm showing people what I can do with it, you know, Um, and that's kind of like where I am. That's why I've been so vocal on Twitter with kind of like my thoughts you know, mm-hmm. on effort, my thoughts on integrity, my thoughts on, you know, business in general, because personally, this is what I'm going through, you know, and I'm, I'm celebrating my success. Every success I have, I celebrate because a lot, I feel like if I'm, if I'm afraid to celebrate my success, right. And I don't, I don't have a team around me right now. So yeah, it's just no me, my will. wife and yeah, exactly. No I one else is going. So I, I think you should celebrate your successes because I think it motivates, I mean, for me, it motivates me. Like when I have a success, I like to celebrate it. You yeah. know, and but it, it feels it feels kind of weird sometimes because you don't want to feel like you're gloating or bragging. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, and exactly. It's like, but no one else is gonna say anything because no one else mm-hmm. knows. Like how? Yeah. It, it's like, do I just not? Do I not get to experience that? that yeah. That joy. Yeah. And yeah. It's it's kind of difficult because because I hate I hate to be the guy. I mean, I will like gloat or brag, like kind of like in a tongue in cheek kind of way. You know, if like. Mm-hmm. Someone's like, "Oh, you were really good at that." I'm like, "Yeah, I know." You know, and kind of like, kind of like, eh, "I know, I'm good." But yeah, you know, it's it's hard when it's something private, kind of like your business or mm-hmm. you know, streaming or Twitch or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't just hope someone's gonna see it and be like, "Hey, man, that was a really good job," or "That was a really good stream," or you know, whatever it may yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, Twitch t- it, that it gets kind of tricky, you know, uh, with Twitch because. Uh, the the community itself is an awesome community. However, you know, I, and I've had this this discussion with a couple of other people, especially um, Johnny of uh, the podcast, and yeah. you know, we we talk about this, and we're just like, you know, this is still a business. You know, once you hit affiliate, you sign, you know, you sign a contract, you're getting paid yeah. for it, you know, and um, you still have to treat it as that. And no, you don't want to gloat about how much money you get or whatever the case may be. But if you have a win, you know, if you get a, you know, you get a huge raid or you get a huge opportunity for a sponsorship or whatever the case may be, don't be afraid to celebrate that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Don't be afraid to, you know, not just go in, in your discord, but let people in, in on Twitter know because that's just visibility for you. And, they're, and people are going to either they're either going to hate they're you know or be jealous about it which you know that's okay or they're going to celebrate you you know and you'll find out that you have more um more people that are watching you than you expect right yes yeah um and so yeah that's the way that i kind of take that um but but no go ahead i was gonna say how long you how long have you been streaming i feel like um i've I've, because i heard about you through the the eximius team mm -hmm, yeah yeah because elephant is like Elephant Stamp, she's my, she's like my main moderator. And then sure. I'm friends with like, I, I got, I was like, I like befriended all those people mm-hmm. through Division yeah. One. Dragons, um, Dragons, Magic Man, uh, yeah, Magic Man, yeah. Uh, he used to be Dacro 3000, then he changed really? his name. <laughs> no, no, not, not, uh, not Magic Man. 
Oh, uh, okay. I think his name now is like something Roach, Cockroach. Uh, that damn. Oh, Roach. I know what you're talking about. He, yeah, yeah, he I know used to be his. His name about. used to be Dacro three thousand, and that's what. And then he changed his name one day, I, and I, 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 he told me the story why I forgot. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm friends with all those people. Uh, cool. And that's how I heard about you because they, you know, would like retweet your stuff, and I'm like, oh, this guy seems cool, you know. So uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it's that's. And so you, how long did you say you've been streaming for? I apologize. Um, I'll be soon coming up on my uh, one year anniversary in December. That's awesome. What do you know? What day? Uh, it's. I think it's the day after my birthday, December the twenty ninth. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, yep. man. Make sure you hit me up and uh, you know, because I'm assuming you're doing like a one year celebration, right? You have to be. Um, I've been thinking about it. I just don't know what I'm gonna do because you know, um, I'm not sure. I can't really do like a 24 hour stream or no, even no, 12 no. hour stream or anything like that. But don't think about I'm, that. No, no. I'm definitely going to celebrate it. Make it an event though. Yeah. Definitely yeah. make it an event. Like, so what I would do is right around like Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. so it's about a month out, start sure. talking about it, you know, mm-hmm. set a, set a date and time. Like, Hey, we're going to stream this day. Definitely. Uh, maybe do like, you know, I don't know. Like it's so fun because I feel like my one year anniversary, I don't even remember what I did. So that tells you, how good my memory is but mm-hmm. <laughs> i think i think you have such a good trajectory right now you should make it an event because i think stuff like that people love you know yeah yeah whether yeah. or not you want to do you know something silly or have like the have like the community maybe vote on a game to play or do like you could do community games like you could do like uh, yeah that's exactly know. what i was that i think that's more so kind of like on my mind right now to do like a few community games like i love XCOM too yeah um and that's that's been a great community game for me in a way of involving you know a uh, chat you know um uh, and, and just having fun with it that's one of those great games but i do want to play you know a few others like maybe dying light you know play with a couple of people or smash cool. brothers ultimate you know some stuff like that so yeah uh, i got a couple of i got a ton of games and i got some options so if, yeah definitely talk about it if you've never played these you should check them out they're called jackbox that? games Oh yeah, I've seen them, but I've oh, never played them before. So fun, man! Me and my I man, I play them in my personal life. Like I, mm-hmm. I played them on stream a couple times, but and I you know that reminds me, I need to I need to do it myself. But they're really fun because you can play on your cell phone. They don't even need to own the game. Oh, cool! So what you do is and like then Jackbox knows that people stream them, so they have like streaming modes where you can put a longer delay on the questions so people have time to like respond even with the stream delay. Wow! And it, it's like you know one of the games is it's called Drawful, literally. Everyone gets like this stupid prompt and you have to draw it with uh-huh. no, you know, no letters or anything. And then what happens is the drawing will be posted up on the screen with no words or anything. And uh-huh. then everyone else playing types in what they think that person was given to draw, like what the word. Oh, that's were. awesome. So, you know, you may get like, uh, like plastic, plastic animal jumps over a, a waterfall. <laughs> you know, like just uh-huh. something stupid like that. It's lit- it literally, it's like stupid stuff like that. And you draw it, and then people will be like, uh, dolphin fish, you know, stuff like that. You know, and, the, and then what happens is all those answers get mixed in with the actual answer. Then you uh-huh. vote on what you think the real answer is. Obviously, the person that drew it will know, so they don't vote. Right, right. But everyone else votes, and you get points based on, like, whether or not you get it right or people guess your answer. So, like, if you, mm. if you guess it right, the game will tell you. And then you can type in something to kind of, like, lead people astray. Right, and right. It's – it's that's that's oh, just that's one of the cool. games you know there's that's other cool. games that are like trivia based sure. uh there's you know a lot of like uh there's one that's all about quips like it's called quiplash and it'll be like mm-hmm. 
uh, you know, has like fill in the blank. So what you do is like, you know, it's like, I don't know. I can't think of one off the spot, but like, oh, Papadopoulos is so whack because blank. And then it, it won't, it won't be, it won't be that. I think you can create, sure, sure, ones, sure. but it'll have stuff like that. And you have to fill it in and typically lewd stuff wins like, you know, like big cock. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, it's just, you know, whatever, whatever people vote for. Like, so what, what happens is the prompt goes out to two different people. They answer, then everyone playing and even and even so it's only like eight people but you Uh can have the audience play too so no one's ever really left out if they want to play and it's all anonymous right so it's it's that's cool they're just a lot of fun so i mean maybe look into those i think you can get like a pretty good deal on them because they uh they've been out for a while and you can get them on pc or xbox or Nice. Yeah, that was going to be my next question because I'm a, a console streamer. So I was going to be like, are they on console? But yes. So since you said that, I, I, that's good. They're those all are, on those Xbox, are 100%. Some... Oh, yeah. Uh, um, then they're definitely going to be on my list. But, yes, let me know w- what you're doing. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I'll retweet, you know, raise awareness. I'll definitely show sure. up and, you know, show some love uh, because that's, that's just an awesome thing to celebrate. Because uh, I heard a podcast recently, uh, Broman said that mm-hmm. most people he, this is he was quoting another statistic that and uh, you know he doesn't talk out of his ass sure most streamers quit within the first 90 days i believe that because it's i think it's a very disheartening thing to stream mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. you know in at least initially because you're luckily for me i think if it had been disheartening initially i probably would have quit but mm-hmm. i kind of had i was like in a certain community when i started so I had like yeah. I had like people that already knew who I was, so that helped a little bit. Sure, sure. But I could see it, man. Streaming to like zero viewers, you know. Oh uh, yeah, that's weeks. tough. You're like well, that was tough. Well, this you know <laughs> it's it is, and I you know it's it's something that I'd never had to deal with. You know, I've had low viewer counts, but there's always been a, a, a number there other than zero. Zero would make me feel terrible, and. I, you're obviously past that, but uh, one year, man, that's that's something you definitely should celebrate. And yeah, like I said, let me know. I'll I'll be there to help you celebrate it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm uh, I'm definitely gonna be uh you know uh thinking about it. And once that you know once the time hits where I'm confident that you know I'll have something, I have a, at least a few ideas solidified. You know, I'm gonna be you know definitely pushing that on Twitter. And um, you know, just once it gets here, you know that uh that, that those few days after Christmas, you know, we start getting into some Twitch streaming. You know, looking to have a ton of fun, definitely. Awesome. You yeah. mentioned um, I want to I want kind of want to wrap wrap back around to this. Uh, sure. We were talking about your catering business. That's something that I actually really admire in you because I personally would like to start my own business as well. I've okay. I've had this feeling for a while. Mm-hmm. Um. I've always either wanted to own like a hobby shop where like, you know, you play like tabletop card games and stuff like that. You know, you sell okay. them and stuff like that, you know, or like you know, other tabletop games, D and D or I really want to open up my own escape room. Have you ever done an escape room? I have not, but I would not mind doing so. <laughs> <laughs> you should, you should definitely get with your wife and maybe like another couple or, you know, some friends, just like a group of like four to six people is very ideal. Mm-hmm. Go mm-hmm. do one because I'm sure Chicago has some good ones. Oh and yeah, I'm, I'm, they probably do. Yeah, absolutely. If you, you guys being gamers, you're gonna you're gonna get addicted. Like you're gonna do your first one, and immediately you're gonna be like, I want to do another one, because it's literally a video game. That's what it yeah. is. It's like Zelda. You're like it's, like it's like you're playing Zelda. You know, you get to go in a room for an hour and solve puzzles. And oh heck yeah! It, it's 
it's all puzzle based and like communications big it's just like playing a video game it's like sure it's like hey uh, you know i have something over here oh does it go over you know it's it's just it's one of the most fun activities i've ever done oh man yeah that sounds like fun now here's the thing because me and my wife we have this crazy dynamic Okay. When it comes to when it comes to communicating in, in certain types <laughs> of activities, like oh yeah, yeah, we 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 clash a lot. We I, clash hey, in in healthy ways. <laughs> hey, I I worked at a Nick safe room for three and a half years, and mm-hmm. yeah, I I yeah I got those couples. Uh, oh and, yeah, you know they're <laughs> the, my favorite thing is like they would not be do- typically that that dynamic comes out when it's only the two of them. Uh-huh. Because a lot of people will go just as a couple, you know, they, they don't know what they're doing. That's why <laughs> that's why well and, and it's understandable. It's your first time. It's like sure. you don't know exactly what to do. Sure. That's why I recommend going with a bigger group, like not not big, like don't go like ten people, go like six people. Because yeah, yeah, then yeah. it's a group dynamic. It's not like mm-hmm. you have more people, you know, and not not that this will happen, but you have more people to blame <laughs> than one person. <laughs> because that's what happens in the in the the couple dynamic is you mess this up. That's why we feel No, you mess this up. And yeah, it's like, yeah, eh. yeah. And it's like, I get yeah. it, you know, but then it is typically playful. I've never seen anyone actually be like super serious about it, but, uh, <laughs> right. They're, yeah. They're a load of fun, man. But that's, that would be the second business I would want to open. Well, that would actually probably be the first. And then the hobby shop would be second, mm-hmm. but it's just a very daunting thing because those both require a building. Well, mm-hmm. you could argue that the second, the, the escape room doesn't, you, there are mobile escape rooms, but they both basically require, you know, brick and mortar. That's that's sure. that's a lot of money right there immediately. Sure. And you got to build them. And it's just like, man, that I wouldn't want to, and I definitely wouldn't want to half ass it. Like I am with stuff that I am like passionate about. I want to be a perfectionist, mm-hmm. you know. So true. And we were talking about YouTube a little bit earlier. I was yeah. going to mention to you, you, you don't have a YouTube. I started a YouTube and like I may I've made videos and mm-hmm. it's weird because with all my content. I always look at like what's the best like for uh-huh. YouTube, you know, I'm looking at like these people that have you know millions of subscribers and sure. I'm like, man, if I can't make a video that good, I should just shouldn't make one. Mm. And same thing with like my podcast. I didn't I didn't start it for the longest time because you I look at these people that are great podcasters and I'm like, man, mm-hmm. what what's the point? I can't be that good. And yeah. it, it's it's I've come around to it, you know. I've come around to the idea. Like, obviously, they they started off somewhere too, you know. You exactly. Got, you got you got exactly. to got to crawl before you can walk. But that's true. But yeah, I I just wanted to again touch on you being uh being someone that I I uh or that that aspect of you that I like that you know you started your own business. I think that's really cool. Wow. Well, you know, I there's one thing that I always say that you know, kind of like uh, it's it's one of the many uh one of the many quotes that I use, and I'm not sure where I got this from. I, I would like to say that I created this myself because I'm the first person that heard of it, okay. that that heard it. But, you know, just like we said earlier with subconscious things, you could ha- you could have possibly heard like Papadopoulos the name. It could have came <laughs> from someplace else. Yeah. But one of the things that I love saying that encourages me, and I hope that it always encourages others because I tweeted as well, is you would never know. How will you know if it'll grow if you don't plan it? That's true, man. How do you know? if it'll grow if you don't plan it um and me with my my story about my business is that i had a little help because i have a little experience in managing something that's the exact same thing that i'm doing on a i would say a mid to a mid a mid-level scale company 
type of, you know, uh, type of experience where, you know, I managed, I went from, you know, managing just a, a, a office with four people to managing an entire company with over 250 people among across four different um, departments. Oh, wow. You know, so um, it, it was a blessing for me to get that opportunity. But I saw something, you know, I saw something in that. And there was an opportunity. And because of my experience and a couple of people that really believed in me, because normally all you need is one person to give you or you need one yes. And sometimes it we come about it by chance. And I felt like I came about it by chance and saw an opportunity to be able to build something with little to no overhead, you know, because this really doesn't take much for me, to be honest. It just takes a lot of relationship building and being in the right place to get the right information at the right time. Right. So I just I feel like a lot of it was luck for me, but most of it was because of my experience as to how I'm building it and having the confidence in doing so because I've had that experience before. But if you don't plan it, how do you know that it will grow? If you plan it, you're automatically committed to finding the resources. You're automatically committed to doing the research of who's doing this, who's done this before. What are they doing? You know, what are they doing that I may be able to do different? How can I take this to the, you know, how could I get to the people that I could get interested in this, you know, and get myself out of my comfort zone, create something that's unconventional, not invent the wheel, but create something that's unconventional enough to the point to where people automatically, you know, gravitate to it or gravitate to me because you're your brand, you're yourself point right so have that confidence in yourself to do so like have that um, unfuckwittable attitude you know um mm, yeah. because that's what i had to do but i still kind of remain humble with it because that because of my heart i still care for people at the end of the day but you go in have the confidence plant that seed and then you're going to automatically be committed to finding things especially if you put over a hundred dollars into anything like with streaming you put a hundred dollars into your stream of your own money you're now officially committed to it and if you let it go if you let it fail it's really on you so now it's just like all right i put a hundred dollars into my stream now i get i I have followers i have over a hundred followers that's an investment Um, yeah it's an investment exactly and now if you give up you're meeting that statistic and that's the one thing about chicagoans we have so many freaking statistics <laughs> so many freaking numbers and not in a good way most of the time right mm-hmm. a big city big shiny city right but in this there's a seedy underbelly and that seedy underbelly is where people like us get put into and we have to fight claw and scratch to get out and with the generations to come we're tired of that you know, and so that's where that's where, you know, we kind of get that grind and grit from. And that's where I get mine from. And I'm just like, I posted that Diddy tweet earlier today and I'm just like, I'm ready. I'm hungry. I'm tired of being held down. I'm going out to get it no matter what, no matter the dark times, no matter the storms that I have to weather. At the end of the day, I am going to be successful. And that's the way that I'm carrying myself all 2020. That's awesome, man. I mean, your motivation is literally just <laughs> it's inspirational, man. I, uh, I, I can only strive to be that motivated (laughs) right now, but. Well, I'll tell you what, if you, anytime, anytime you need to talk, anytime you, um, my, my DMs are always open to most anyone, you know, um, and that, that, that also goes the same for you. Anytime you need help, or even if you need kind of like a pick me up or whatever the case may be, I can be a buffer for you. Don't worry about it. Don't worry if you're by me. It doesn't even matter because these are these these. This is a perfect time right now to do something entrepreneurial to get yourself out there. Perfect time to do it. So yeah, if ever you need anything, just let me know. That's what's up, man. Thank you. That's 
that's very nice of you to think. I mean, like I was, I was telling uh, him before the podcast, guys, that it's like he's the first Papa Dop. We ha- we really haven't met before this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I feel like already we're we're a lot closer, just because I think so. <laughs> you know, not physically, obviously, because we're in different states. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. The last thing I want to talk about, man. Sure. Is uh your the the podcast that you have actually, and I didn't even you know what's funny I didn't even know you had a podcast and mm-hmm. until after I asked you to be on this podcast, <laughs> I like all I knew is that you were friends with cool people like you know basically if like there's people that I follow that mm-hmm. um you know like I can fuck with them like they're 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 good people you know like, sure because it's like if I give you my vote of confidence and you give someone else your vote of confidence most likely that they're gonna be cool exactly. And, that was basically the situation with you. And I, you know, I obviously, you know, saw a couple of your streams and, mm-hmm. and tweets and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, he seems like a very down to earth person. Uh, I try to be. <laughs> so your, your podcast is called behind the stream and you yes. do it with your, with a co-host named old mm-hmm. Johnny P. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's I, my boy. <laughs> I stopped in, I stopped in the other night actually, cause you retweeted it and that's how I found out you had a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I stopped in and listened, and you guys were talking about something I forgot. But you had you had guests on, so give me the rundown. What is behind the stream about? You know, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, behind the stream is uh, it was created by old Johnny P. And um, one day out of the blue, I got a DM, and he was like, "Hey, you know what? I was wondering if you'd like to, you know, be a co-host on this stream on this uh, podcast." And I was like, "Well, hell yeah!" You know, um. Uh, crazy how that came about just to because in my uh twitter profile right where you get to kind of like write a blurb about it mm-hmm. i had changed my twitter profile uh to uh, aspiring um talk show hosts or oh, okay. stream talk show this was before any of this happened right and b- a week before old johnny p contacted me i completely changed that i oh. changed it to what it is now right okay and then out of the blue I get this DM from Johnny P like, Hey, you know what? Let's do it. Let's do a podcast together. So <laughs> it's weird, right? That's but crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. This is, this is, this is why my energy is the way that it is because I believe that what, if you put something out there, that's planning something as well. Yeah, if you, you have put to something speak out there like that, existence, yes, people say, yeah. speak it into existence. Exactly. So back to behind the stream, it is a, um, it's a stream highlighting other streamers, okay. no matter the size, small, medium, large, whatever, because we've had, we've only had eight, going on nine episodes now, I believe. And we've had almost every streamer of every size that we've already interviewed. It's bananas. And um, yeah, we just pretty much go about that. And we we find out, we get a little bit deeper behind the stream, getting to know the streamer themselves from, you know, if they like pineapple pizza, which is the the most popular question on our podcast. Wait, time out. You know, we have to pause there. Do you, yes, sir. <laughs> do you know that this is an ongoing war in my community? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, not are, in your community, but yeah, in, in general. In general, it is. But like specifically, so are you pro or against pineapple on pizza? I'm pro. Oh my gosh, I knew. I'm I see. Pro, yeah. I knew we weren't gonna be friends in every aspect. <laughs> okay, everyone has their flaws. It's okay. You, you can have that yeah, one. I'm pro. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my. Give me gosh. the pineapple pizza. That's I tried disgusting. it. It's. Oh yeah, definitely. I love it. You know, yeah. and add a throw a little uh, bacon on there. Throw some Canadian bacon. I don't. <laughs> I don't think we can go further. <laughs> Anyways, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so no, you guys, fine. you guys have streamers on, and is it mm-hmm. is it's like so it's like a showcase. 
you yeah, guys yeah, are showcasing people. That's really cool. Okay. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, and you know, we talk about also, you know, their passions, what started them with streaming. We talk about the charities that they've already, uh, you know, that they've already held and what their plans on as far as the future with charities and their stream in general is concerned. And, you know, um, and at the beginning, I thought I was like, yeah, you know what, this is very, very cool. But I wasn't sure about kind of like how it was going to catch on. I just was excited to be a part of something finally that I actually was talking about myself on my Twitter, uh, on my Twitter. And um, it is starting to really catch fire. It's fun to do. That's awesome. It's man. a fun thing to do. That's yeah, how, that's how I felt in mine is like, I was so nervous. I did my first episode with my cousin uh, mm-hmm. because he's a big part of my stream and just a big yeah, I think I, I think I listened to that episode. Oh, well, thank you, man. Um, <laughs> and it's, podcasting is so it's so fun first of all Mm -hmm. and it's another great medium that i think everyone should get into because it's different than streaming it's not yeah it it's one it's more it's more personal like me and you Mm -hmm. it's only me and you there's no one else talking right now uh whereas a stream is a lot more of especially if you have you know more than 20 people Mm -hmm. it can be it can be a little bit different it's it's more like you're sitting in an open room you know, yeah, you got everybody else. You're the show. Exactly. You know, and you're it, the show that's and, there. And on top of that, you're playing a video game. So sometimes, yeah. you know, you miss stuff or you don't get it right away. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, you know, in a podcast setting, it's like, nope, you're you're dialed in. There's nothing else to do. I mean, you shouldn't be doing exactly. anything else. But, <laughs> uh, that's awesome, man. Uh, I'll have to have you and Johnny back on on a future episode, and we'll we'll talk more about it. And, you know, we can wow. talk about, we can just talk about, you know, podcasting in general. And kind of, Heck yeah, that'll be awesome. Kind of shoot I'm sure he'll be down yeah. for it too. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know who that is, but like, again, if you're cool with him, I obviously mm-hmm. he'll be, he'll be chill. It's, oh yeah. Uh, how did, how did you guys meet? Did he, Interesting. Was, did he hit you up? Like, did you guys, did you guys know each other before he hit you up? Oh yeah, we knew each other before, okay. definitely. Um, we met through um, Praetorian, and what's crazy is uh, I'm not sure if you know Praetorian. Uh, one one seven. He's <laughs> yeah, he was. He was it, I'm, I'm not sure who 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 doesn't know Praetorian, right? Um, well, <laughs> it's funny because Prey, I actually kind of got him into streaming. Really? Yeah, he's awesome. Said, I had him on my previous episode, and he told me that I didn't know I was like his. Well, or maybe I got helped him get better at survival, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, we've been friends for a very long time because he actually used to watch my stream because uh, I used to stream much later at night mm-hmm. and he would watch my stream while he was at work. And this was oh, way, gotcha. this was before he was a streamer. Sure. And uh, he's just a really cool guy. We, yeah. you know, I've met him twice now at Guardian Con and wow. he's one of the most genuine people you ever meet. <laughs> I agree. I absolutely like, agree. You can't... You can't fake being that nice, and you, mm-hmm. know, you can, but you can't do it in real life. You can't do it in real life and on Twitch. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah. it's doesn't in real life. It's a lot easier to tell if it's fake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never got that vibe from him. I wasn't trying to like inspect him, but there definitely are people that you know aren't genuine like he is, and we talked about that uh, on, yeah. on the previous episode. Mm-hmm. It's uh. Yeah, he's a really cool guy. But yeah, so you met old Johnny P through his stream or Yeah, yeah. So um one day I was watching Praetorian do a survival run and um he uh 
he he talked about this one this one streamer that he was because he was about to end the stream and go raid old Johnny P. Okay. And he was talking about this really cool dude, you know, um, that he was watching uh do a do play survival one day one night, and he was just talking about how much of a chill vibe and how awesome it was to hang out in the stream, and um we went to go raid him. And um, I, I was watching this because I was playing Survivor. That's how I got really uh, into the growth of my channel through playing Survival, Thanks. connecting with a lot of the, you know, the division players in on the Twitch communities and stuff like that. And so um, I started to kind of like ever so often go and hang out in Johnny's stream because I just love this vibe as well, you know. And um, he, uh, we started to communicate a little bit more on Twitter. And uh, we 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 just started to really connect, and um, it, it it was pretty much history from there, you know. And now we have behind the stream, and you know we're we're growing much closer as like buddies, you know. And and when you're when you get to a certain age in adulthood, finding buddies are difficult. I agree. It's difficult as hell, and well, so it's like you, you know, don't have time to make friends anymore. Exactly. You know what I'm exactly. It's... Exactly. And so um, I I hold the, that's a gem for me. You know, to be able to find something that's almost unicorn-like, to find things like that yeah. at this particular time in my life with a family, with a job, with doing all of these things. It's just like, yeah, I need to definitely nurture what I have because it's very, it's going to be less time for me to find these things. Mm -hmm. So um, I always tell Johnny P, and I know he's probably tired of me saying this, and you're probably going to be listening to this episode, but thank you, dude. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, it's... It's it's a small world, first of all. The fact that you bring up Praetorian and you go, I don't know mm -hmm. if you know him. <laughs> it's yeah. Because like, it's like, yeah, I know him. He's one of my longest friends on Twitch, man. Um, I think wow. it's funny because I think the time frame, uh, I was kind of working it out in my head. Mm -hmm. I think you probably started playing survival and, you know, met met Praetorian and met old Johnny P mm -hmm. probably right after I quit survival. Mm. Uh, because I... I used to stream survival only. That's all okay. I ever did. You know, I, I would go for like high score runs. Sure. I was always trying to get like, I think my highest score was like 41 and change, like 41K. Holy crap. And I was always trying to like, because like there was like a record that was out there, like a solo survival record. Uh -huh. And I was always trying to beat it. And I wow. don't know how these guys did it. They, I know how they did it. I just never, I never made the effort to. Yeah, to just lock it in and just say, okay, this is what this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna knock yeah. this out, and it's gonna be it. I got you. It was it. It's a tough score to beat because basically what they did is they went around the LZ mm -hmm. and they killed like all the yellow named guys, which gave them like yeah. you, if you kill like you know four or five, they're I think they're worth like 100 a piece. So mm. you know they were, they basically got an extra thousand points that way. Sure. And, you know, obviously they cleared the whole DZ. That's how you get the yeah the big chunk of points, but exactly. On top of that, they also cleared all the regular enemies in the DZ. Holy and, crap. Yeah, I mean, because these runs would take about, I think my longest run was like two hours and 15 minutes, uh -huh. something like that. And, and it, it, what, what sucks is like if you make a mistake an hour in, oh, yeah, you, it's, you, you, just, you're you just might just as well start it all over. Yeah, you're just restarting <laughs> at that point. Um, one of my favorite things that I did were challenge runs. Like I did mm -hmm. a run where I didn't shoot my guns. Mm-hmm. And I extracted by killing. I killed every enemy and hunter with only skills, and that was wow. That was one of the That's most insane. It was one of the most interesting runs I ever did. Um, I think this guy was stream sniping me, uh -huh. and he like because like I was in a random part of the DZ, and he found me, and I'm like, dude, we're two of like the three players in here. 
There's right. no, there's no way you would be up here. Wow. So he kills me and then like reses me. Uh huh. And I'm, he's like, I'll help you. I'm like, I don't want you to help me. It's, I was like, would you just mind like going, like going to the other side of the DZ? I was like, <laughs> because yeah, go about your business. I can't, I, I can't kill you with, without shooting my gun. That's just right. It, that's not going to happen. But anyways, yeah, dude, praise awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he does something that I think I, I actually aspire to do more, which is connect people. Mm-hmm. Like I, for a while, I, I just like wasn't hosting people and I wasn't, you know, uh, gotcha. you know, it's just like, I, I would get to the end of my stream and I'd be like, ah, either like sure. whatever, whatever, for whatever reason, I just wouldn't want to host someone, okay. whether it be like, Oh, half my viewers already left or, you know, it's late and I'm tired. You know, or, right. there's, or there's no one on, which is mm-hmm. the dumbest reason to n- never host someone, by the way. If anyone's listening and you're a starting streamer, if you don't have any friends on, go find someone new. Like Definitely. Just, honestly, there's so many people. Like, I got I got hosted by one of my best friends from Twitch, uh, Z28RyanK, who mm-hmm. he found me randomly. He just clicked on a random stream. Wow. Came in and talked to me and go, and I was like, hey, you're cool. Came back the next day and hosted me for like 100 people. And wow, it's like... Insane. You, you can definitely find people, you know, just clicking on streams. I've had a, I think Prey found my stream randomly too. So it's like, just make, just take the opportunity, you know, to go out and kind of like what you were saying, you know, making friends is hard. It's like, give yourself that opportunity to make exactly. friends and, you know, meet yes. new people because you will find some not great people. I've hosted people before, especially in the division community. I think there were a lot of console streamers that mm-hmm. couldn't see their chat or, they were just not good streamers and yeah yeah it's like they you know it's like you host a couple duds but you when you find someone great man it's Mm -hmm. you make a connection and it's like wow definitely you know what i think i think that every night you have a chance to um not just change change somebody's you know life as a streamer but you also have an opera the best opportunity to create a friendship you know, every single night and imagine because me, I was when I first started streaming for like almost six months straight, I was streaming seven days a week. Yeah, that's so rough, so seven days, seven nights a week because I'm a late night streamer. I was ha- I had an opportunity every single night for over the course of six months to get a to make a new friend to make a new friend. And um, I think that I successfully, cause I hosted every single time I rated every single time. And I'm just like, that's the best way. Now that I think about it and, and thinking in that particular way, I'm like, yeah, I had an opportunity to make a friend every single night. And I think I, I may have, or at least someone took a, took the time out to go view my Twitter or to go, you know, follow me on Twitch and things yeah. of that nature. So, um, and eventually they'll come back and they'll say, hey, you know what, we're going to raid that person because mm-hmm. they're cool and they gave me an opportunity. So I'm going to return the favor at least tonight, you know? Um, yeah. And that's, and, mm-hmm. well, it's, 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 I think it's humbling when someone that you've never met shares their community with you. Absolutely. It's yes. Like, oh, you know, or, or, you know, you've, they maybe may have lurked in your channel or something, but yeah. It's like, oh, you thought I was cool enough to share your viewers with me. That's awesome. Yeah, and then, yeah. On the, when you're on the receiving end, like you were saying, it makes your day. You know, you and it's like, so you're starting off on a positive note with someone. Absolutely. And then you get to, you know, continue that relationship on a positive note. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh, kind of on like a weird, a weird uh, turn, but like, there's so much negativity 
on Twitch and Twitter and like people, you know, hating on games and stuff. And yeah, it that's 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 over. When I first started streaming, and you know, I started connected with a lot of the Twitch community, specifically with the division. Everything was really really cool. Yeah. Um, and I was, it, <laughs> yeah, I, I was surprised at how awesome and positive the community was until the division two came out and you know and you know um people are very passionate i'm a very passionate chicago fan right (laughs) yeah exactly and i'm a very passionate chicago fan but you know there are times where i know that my team my chicago bulls team can do better like tonight they could have beat the cleveland cavaliers easily when they you know you know another fan says something exactly um like we're both and, fans and, still but it's like man we're gonna tear ourselves apart <laughs> yeah definitely and you know i think that um the the passion sometimes gets uh you know sometimes take go gets gets pushed to a level where it becomes it becomes toxic and i've seen a lot of that lately um but fortunately it seems like the division two is trying to write the ship and i and i'm happy about that but just in general with twitch streaming and the community in general I have seen mostly positivity come from the people that I follow and just the people in general. Now, there's some complaints about women in streaming that I do not like. Yeah, I same. do not like, you know. Um, I think it, it streaming is all-inclusive because everyone has the freedom to do it, regardless of what. And I've been wanting to, you know, wanted, I've been keeping my peace about this for a very long time. But. It's unfair, and I wish that everyone would just do their best to create the best streaming experience for viewers that they can. Don't try and reinvent the wheel. Or be someone else. Or be someone else, exactly. Be yourself, and if you don't know how to find yourself, go and find someone that you admire enough to create an experience that could be similar. I mean... To be honest with you, uh, duplication or whatever the case may be, it's the best form of flattery, right? Yeah. So, and, and you let that person know, like, Prey has a huge, uh, a huge piece of why I do my stream the way that I do, just with chat interaction and things of that nature, sound effects and stuff like that. It, it, it's because of him, and I tell him that all the time because you know I wouldn't want him coming into the stream and be like, hey, you know what, that that looks a little bit what I do. That's not what he would do, but I, I know wouldn't what you're saying, want though. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, I always tell Prey, hey, you know what, dude, regardless of the fact of, you know, how my how I grow or whatever, you are the reason why I do I I I, I take my stream in the direction that I take it in because of the way that you uh the way that you kind of like ease people in the chat, how kind you are, how you know, uh how passionate you are about what you do in your craft and the community that you represent, you're an ambassador of, all of these things. And so we we just need to do that. Stop complaining so much about it. If you want to be competitive, that's fine. But sometimes competition gets taken to a completely different level where it, where it becomes toxic. And, you know, we need to support our women. We need to support them, especially in streaming and IT in general, because uh, they're, they're, they, face, they face enough daily. Oh, I agree, man. I, the whole, the whole booby streamer thing. I mean, I get it. Like, I get why that whole conversation started because mm-hmm. – those people exist. Yeah. They are, again, it's, the people are, I think are looking at a very extreme version of a whole, you know, sex. It's like, most girls that stream aren't like that. I know Mm -hmm. plenty of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
it's just a silly argument too because most of the time it's it be, this argument is made not by successful people but by people who think that their unsuccess you know or their lack yeah. of success is because of these exactly. women who have you know their cleavage out and most of the time I mean what's even crazy is like when girls get called booby streamers and I'm like they just have big boobs like yeah they, they, <laughs> or they just have them in general yeah it, exactly it's like and they're oh. wearing a shirt that you know it's like I don't get it you know yeah yeah I, I, it's we, like i think you're i think you're i think what it happens is there are women you know and mm -hmm. and they stream so they're on video they're you know they're and then what happens is they are objectified by men so mm -hmm. then other people see that there's a attractive woman or just a woman in general being objectified and they're like oh that's a booby streamer and it's like <laughs> no you're 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 doing it reverse like yeah they're being objectified just still because of their woman, not because they're inviting it. And it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty stupid. Uh, yeah. Argument. I, That's like me saying, you know, because I plan on doing more streams with my son. Right. Yeah. I saw that. And, you know, someone coming out and being like it, it, on, on, on this particular type of angle. Oh, you know what? People, you know, parents who stream with their sons, they're taking all of our views because their children are so <laughs> exactly. cute. Exactly. So like, come on, dude, just like, play your lane make thank you your yeah, stay, stay in your lane like if the, yeah exactly if, exactly if this works for this person i mean and honestly like even even about the booby streamers like it works like there's a reason it worked you know like they're playing to a strength you know whatever it may mm -hmm. not be you, you can argue that it's immoral or whatever but like the people that are there mm -hmm. are likely not going to be in this other lane of like yeah you know i just uh i talk <laughs> on stream i play video games and <laughs> It's like, what do you like? Do you even do fun stuff? Like, do you do you joke? Like, do you do you talk in like different cadences? I don't. Do you yeah. get excited? Man, it's it's crazy. Oh, um, I turn my stream on, so like people should just be there. And it's just like, oh my god. And yeah, trust it me, gets, like it gets crazy. It, I think a lot of it's just entitlement. Mm -hmm. You know, I've talked about entitlement True. a lot in real life, especially with uh, certain demographics of people. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying i got uh, you it, it it's just it's stupid man uh yeah and, I'm with yeah, you. yeah and and that's just in general for me but i just i just thought that you know because that's kind of like one of the hot topics right now and you know um my thing is it's really all the time about motivation if not if i can't make a motivational post or anything like that on twitter then you know i make sure that I'm walking the walk, you know, I'm walking the motivation that I preach uh, in my real life outside of streaming, outside of social media, yes, you know, um, action speaks louder than words. So, um, but yeah. <laughs> one, yeah. one last thing I wanted to uh, talk on you and you kind of mentioned this, you're going to start doing stream with your son. And I saw the tweet, yeah. you said you're going to start doing like different types of stream. And one of them is, you know, Sunday, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. you know, so, it, but it's a pun obviously. Uh, <laughs> And I know there were a few more real quick uh, as a good outro. Tell people where they can find you and tell them, Absolutely. you know, if you want to tell them about these new streams you're starting. Uh, hit it yeah, up. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, so you all can uh, find me at Papadopoulos84 um, on Twitch. And also on uh, you can find me at Papadopoulos and the number one on Twitter. And um, I stream normally uh, three, four days out of a week and in the evenings, 10.30 p.m. Central Standard Time is normally when I start my streams. And I'm a variety streamer. So, yeah, uh, I play a lot of different games, but I love space games.
Okay. In particular. So Elite Dangerous, XCOM 2, um, Stellaris, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, kind of the, the, some of the games that I'm playing right now. And I'm going to be getting Pokemon Sword soon. So yes. I'm excited about that. I'm going to get it too, son. <laughs> Dude, I'm so excited for Pokemon, man. Yes, so absolutely. So many people are going to be playing it. We're, Heck yeah. All right. We're, add me on. Here, hold up. I'm going to give you my Switch code after we're, after we're done. You can yeah. add me and... uh. Yeah, we're definitely gonna have to play that. So you own a Switch? That's good. That's oh, you mentioned. Oh yeah, you definitely. Mentioned, you mentioned Smash earlier. I should have known that. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. Everyone, make sure you go check out uh, Papadopoulos uh, either on Twitter or Twitch. Check out his podcast with his buddy Old Johnny P called Behind the Stream. Mm-hmm. They uh, showcase other streamers, and I'm assuming they talk about a lot more Twitch-related stuff. Uh, Papadop, it's been fun, man. Thank you for joining oh, me. Yeah. Uh, and we're definitely going to have to do this again soon. It was it was a blast. Oh, I'm happy to hear that. And thank you so much for having me. It was unexpected. And, um, hey, happy to be here. That And that offer still stands. If ever you need anything, man, any any uh, advice or anything, my DMs are always open. That's awesome. I will definitely slide into your DMs uh, in the near future. <laughs> um, Ooh. <laughs> awesome. Anyways, uh, thank you guys for listening. And uh, I'll see you guys next time. Take care, everyone.